Welcome to 2021. Sheesh, that's going to take some getting used to to say. Um, I'm going to start off, funny enough, doing something I don't... Well, I've, I've, I've done it a little bit, doing reviewing some, some TV shows or whatever, or just touching on them. But uh, there was an interesting one I watched last night called... Uh, what was it? The Death to 2020. Or the death of 2020. I think death to 2020. It was on Netflix. Uh, had a pretty cool cast. It had Samuel L. Jackson being a kind of narrator and, and a few other people who were uh, pretty funny. So I want to review this because it, in a strange kind of way, it sums up the year pretty nicely. But funny enough, not in the way they were intending it to. So talk a little bit about that. So Death to 2020 starts out uh, really quite funny, uh, makes a few little kind of jokes and jabs and, um, and and pretty early on it becomes apparent that the intention here seems to be to kind of poke fun at everyone. This is something that South Park in its earlier days used to be so good at, like just seeing the, especially the, the people on the extreme of any argument, uh, quite good at pointing out how silly it can get when it gets when they get too far away um it kind of it kind of goes off course a little bit and it um even even my wife who she tends to sympathize uh with with liberal views more than me I'll say she's she's pretty centrist like myself but I would say she tilts a little bit more left and I tilt a little bit more right so we balance each other out nicely but um, even she was saying towards the end of it like she's like this started out it was making her mad she's like this started out pretty down the line like making fun of everybody but by the end it's like this is really one sided she was feeling that there was one example uh, they mentioned Hunter Biden and she was like Hunter Biden what who's that pretty much it's like no idea and it's it's funny because in the thing they're like they had this conservative lady i mean she was a a very bad proxy for for a conservative type person it was lisa kudrow um and she was she was saying something like hunter biden you're not even talking about hunter biden you're you're burying it and she's and my wife was literally like what do you mean? Who's Hunter Biden? Because it had been buried up, buried by the uh, sort of mainstream type press who do all the the crazy stuff with his the, the the corruption that he was involved with. You know, it's it's it was just funny to me and um, like straight off the hop, it kind of so. Like I say, the intention at first was let's poke fun at everybody. Unfortunately, what it devolved into was, like I say, a pretty good summary of everything we've come to expect from uh, Hollywood and, and the, the main, the entertainment industry in uh, throughout the year, which is that they will make some kind of light, fun 
jabs. Some light, oh, you kind of, oh, Hunter, uh, Joe Biden is old. <laughs> He's a little bit boring and trips over his words sometimes. What a silly guy. Trump is evil. And if you support him, you're evil. Is, is kind of the, the, the tone of how it went, right? Or, or not necessarily you're evil, but you're a big doofus if you, you know, um, if you're a conservative, you're you're a redneck fool, idiot, um, and and then of course, I don't know. It was just it was it was it devolved into a very one-sided type thing where it's like it what it was trying to do became very apparent very quickly, and it was well, it's like my wife was like cheese, like, and I was like, well, it's, I, I was less upset than she was. And she was surprised by that. I'm like, well, it's what I come to expect. You you expect this kind of one-sided um, argument to to show up all the time. I'm used now to to getting called names just for disagreeing with someone. Um, it's it's the nature of the world we live in. And funny enough, the the film was talking about it joked kind of Hugh Grant. His his character was actually pretty funny at times, but he he was talking about like how we polarized we become. And this type of film, funny enough, is is exactly what's causing the polarization. The kind of this kind of viewpoint that, like everybody in it, was doing the argument from a liberal position. There was no conservatives in it, so the the um, the way they were portraying conservative-minded people were like racists, basically, and the way they were consider, uh, uh, demonstrating liberals where, or even they were trying to show extreme liberals from, from time to time, and it was like, oh, they'll cancel you if they don't. Like, you know what I mean? It was just very one-sided. But, uh, like I said, uh, I was less irritated by that than my wife was, and I think it's just because it's like, you come to expect it after a while, right? Um, they are not willing to... I mean, see, I've said in the past that the left needs to learn to laugh at themselves. There was a time when they could laugh at themselves. And, you know, but making little jokes like, you know, uh, oh, Joe Biden, he sniffs hair sometimes. Whereas the first joke out of the gate about Trump was that he wanted to start World War... He almost started World War Three in January. It's like, no, he didn't. This is, I mean, this is what CNN wanted you to believe. But in order to believe that, you have to also believe that, um, that, that this terrorist guy was, as I think it was uh, the New York Times called him a religious scholar, even though he was a fucking terrorist. He was killing people. He was like one of America's biggest enemies and he they, they found him and got rid of the threat. Like, so um, there was that and there was there was also multiple times they used some some news footage and things like this and it was, always, it was the same thing that people on the right have seen time and time again where they'll like cut out a clip like there was that one where um they were like donald trump refused to to uh condemn racism where like t if, if you put the clip that they showed like 10 seconds earlier you'd see him actually saying yes i condemn it but but then they you know then after that they keep they ask him again it's as if they knew they were going to edit out the first part of his thing and they asked him again after he said he condemned it he's like do you condemn right he's like and so of course dumbfounded he's like well then 
who exactly do you want me to condemn? I've already condemned racists. So is there someone else you want me to condemn? You know, it, it's, I don't know. Again, it's just, it's what you come to expect. And it's sad that you come to expect it. It's sad that we can't trust it. It's sad that, like, if you look at the reviews on IMDb, which I did because I was curious, the people, there's a little bit of both. The, the people who lean left um, were like, oh, man, they were just, n take no prisoners. They were going after everybody. And and the people on the right are like, were like, wow, that was kind of savage. You, you like, tickle the, the people on the left while, like, bludgeoning people on the right. Like, uh, and that's basically, to me, what... 2020 has become is is this kind of fight with one with with this polarization uh it's not really a fair fight but it's um it's definitely there it's definitely concerning it doesn't look like it's going to get any better um so i think the part that's kind of the most either troubling or frustrating or just plain annoying to me is that it comes across as being sneaky. Now, I don't know if they genuinely are being sneaky. I have a hard time believing that anybody would say, oh, let's, you know, let, let's attempt to be kind of biased, but then like let our true agenda show. It might've just gotten away from them, uh, which I mean, means they're, they're a little bit inept in what they're trying to do, but that's okay. I mean, like no one's perfect. Um, but it does come across at least as being sneaky that what you're trying to do is put on this facade of being, uh, and this is actually the, the big problem with people like CNN and MSNBC is look, at least Fox, yes, Fox is biased, fucking biased, but there's no secret about that. Uh, I, th I think the secret is coming out about CNN and, and it's less, they're, they're hiding it. I mean, they, they show their true colors all the time, but attempting to put on the facade of being objective while clearly not just makes you a liar and a sneak. And that's kind of the impression uh, that, that this film gave. And it's kind of, good, uh, kind of a good summary to me of what 2020 was all about, was people trying to be virtuous, trying to, I mean, being, being usually hypocritical, um, demonstrating that uh, the, the whole pot calling the kettle black we saw time and time again with, with people, y you know, uh, really upset at, at other people for doing the exact same thing they were doing. That's what 2020 was all about to me. Um, it, was, it was an interesting year. It was one for the books. Um... For me, where am I? Am I better today than I was one year ago? Oh, that's a tough call. Um, I think I'm a little bit more jaded today because my general mode of being is give people the benefit of the doubt, right? I really thought a global pandemic would bring people together, but it didn't. It made people double down on their things. It made people find excuses like face masks. And people decided to use face masks as a tool to, to um, create more political divide. Like, what? It's ridiculous. Uh, 
So that's kind of what it demonstrated to me is that um, people are going to... Things that should be unifying are going to... Are, are being used to tear us apart. And it's why it irritates me a little bit when... Um, one of the first things out of Joe Biden's mouth after it's, it comes becomes pretty apparent that, that he's gonna he, he will have won the election is let's all come together kumbaya uh, just, just never mind that the last four years I was you know saying that if you don't vote for me you're not black or if, if you don't agree with me you're a racist or you're uh, just a hick fool or all the forget about that we're all in this together uh, let's all be friends and what and of course the the media and, and people like the filmmakers who made this uh, kind of want you to believe that and want you to think how how unifying it is there was even a moment in the film where they said oh it was like people were singing in the streets and 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 you know it was great it was like the sun finally shone when you know, um, when Biden was in and, um, which I don't even think they quite saw the irony and that the way they, they, cause they, they didn't really present the extreme left side in any real character. They had, um, they had at least a couple, uh, people who were meant to be sort of extreme people on the right. Uh, they had this one lawyer later who was trying to be sort of in the middle, but she clearly uh, was was on the left. Uh, they had Samuel L. Jackson, who was he was clearly on the left, um, but when when they presented uh, him, it wasn't like he was a caricature. It, he was just himself. He was kind of a fun and kooky and and cool and all this stuff. Uh, they didn't have they didn't have a portrayal of of the left of you know, the same kind of way they, they did on the right. So, I mean, again, you get used to it. Still, still always frustrating when people, what frustrating, I don't care. I don't care what side you're on. Just be honest about it. Right. And, and I think that's my main thing. Just be honest about it. This facade of trying to be objective and trying to see the absurdity in all extremes and then letting your true colors at the end. It's just, it's kind of pathetic. Uh, but that, that being said, I did laugh at the, the show. There was a few funny jokes in there. Uh, there was, there was a few things that it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that joke a hundred thousand times. It's not funny anymore. Uh, but some of them were, there was two or three jokes in there that were, you know, kind of new. But uh, regardless of, of where you stand, I think it's been a hell of a year. Um, for me, the good outweighs the bad. I mean, I, I got married to the girl of my dreams, so uh, that's pretty much the highlight for me, I think. And um, we, we got a lot of time together. I guess that's, I, I wasn't happy about the idea that that I was not able to go into work for so long for a couple months there at one point I think um, but uh, it was something I never would have anticipated I never it was like something out of a movie right 
Uh, it was surreal at times, driving down the main street and it being completely empty was like something out of an uh, apocalypse movie or whatever, but, um, yeah, like I said, I think, I think perhaps I'm a little bit more jaded. I like to, I think it's hard to have a view of a love of humanity when you also have a view that 90% of the world is a fucking idiot. I, I don't really like that way of thinking because I think actually if you get to know people as individuals, not many of them will you say you're a fucking idiot. Um... Some of them, yes. Um, some of them just have worldviews that are, are hard for us to wrap our mind around. But um, And maybe it's because I've, over the past year or two, I've felt so much hatred directed at me just for like thinking just for stopping for two minutes and thinking about a position before j jumping to outrage and jumping on the outrage bandwagon. And, and I'll be like, hold on here. What, what are you saying here? And trying to understand it and trying to break it down into its logical bits and not finding that rationale very sensible at times. Um, because of that, because of voicing that at times, I've felt a lot of hatred come my way. And it's not that I've been trying to be inflammatory or trying to hurt anyone's feelings or whatever. Uh, I just like analyzing things. I like thinking. I like, um, considering a, a, all aspects of a view before I draw an opinion on it. I'm not one of those people who, who wants to say, um, well, because I'm liberal, I'm going to believe such and such, right? Well, it's like, why can't people, why, why can't we be more nuanced than that? And we should be. Uh, and, and it's, look, um, even if I'm, say, a conservative, does that mean that I suddenly have to defend Donald Trump and, and everything he does, well, I th think it'd be foolish to say so. Same thing with, with being a liberal. This is why I respect um, some of the liberals who came out and said, uh, this guy's a sex offender. Like, I I, I don't, you know, and, and I guess I, I admire that to an, ex to an extent that just because, you know, you don't have to buy into something just because you're told that that's the mold you're, you need to fit in. Um, where was I going with this? I don't know. Uh, <sighs> I was, I think I was trying to reflect on how I've changed, how my, my personality has changed over the last year. And I 
I do think I'm more jaded. I think I'm more easily fed up with... I'm more intolerant of intolerance, which is a weird thing. Um, But the funny thing is, is that it it does seem to me that the, the people who claim to be standing on the side of tolerance are usually the most intolerant people. And... Um, it's hard for me to be tolerant of intolerance about <laughs> intolerance, you know what I mean? Um, as convoluted as that sounds, uh, like I say, we're all nuanced. Um, going forward, what what do I hope to get? Where would I like to be this time next year? That's something I need to spend more time considering. Because, I mean, I do have some goals. Uh, this past year, I, I mean, one of the things I was proud of, I, I wrote a book, which um, I... It, it, the intention was to be similar to what that, that show was meant to be. My book's uh, it's called Time Again, and it's meant to be, like, satirical and kind of take no prisoners and make fun of everybody on both sides. Now, I'll admit, I think it... I think it's a little bit more savage towards the uh, extreme leftists than it is towards the extreme uh, rightists. Um, and and that was more a product of, well, we, we don't get enough of that, right? It's, it's trying to balance it out a little bit. Um, but I think it's, I think it's important to, you know, see the absurdity in, in all sides. Um, so anyway, uh, point was I, I'm quite proud of that book that came that that I released this year. Um, so yeah, I think I think I'd like to do some more writing, get get some more of that under my belt, and on what kind of topic I don't know yet, but um, I think I think physically there's always room to improve. I mean, I'm not happy with my conditioning at the moment and um but I mean over the holiday season I kind of <laughs> indulged a little bit so that's sort of to be expected, but I I was on a pretty good track before that, so it's been it's been hard. It's been a kind of stop and start year, right? So that would be nice to to if I can take advantage of fewer start and stops this year. I think I'll be a lot happier with where I am next year and where I am today, uh, physically and, and even creatively. I mean, so creatively actually it was, it was an interesting year for me. Like I, I, uh, did that book I mentioned. I did some, a few songs. I put out a couple music videos and things like that. And, um, creatively i expect it it might re, it might uh uh decrease somewhat this year because i i'm hoping that i'm not going to be um stuck home the whole time now, don't get me wrong that's I, I love the fact that all the extra time i got with my wife and with my kids and all that that's been awesome but um I'm I'm also a firm believer in in you know earn what you get and uh, not being able to do that not being able to go in into work and have the 
ups and downs at work, and that has been very difficult for me to cope with. So I'm hoping there will be less of that. That's partly out of my control, I understand, but like, which is part of the scary part of the whole thing, right? It is out of my control. Um, I didn't make these decisions. Um, goes to show you that never get too comfortable, right? Oh, um, I think on the last one I did, I, I ended up by saying I thought I saw my cat out, outside. In fact, it was my cat. Um, the, 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 my door didn't close properly when I left for the gym that morning and she ran out, was gone, terrified the family. Um, it, you never know how difficult emotionally it is when, a, when, when a pet, when you lose a pet one way or another until they're gone. It's amazing. Even pets that kind of get on your nerves a little bit in that, um, when they're gone, there's this hole and it's very hard, but I'm happy to say she was gone about 14 hours. We went out looking everywhere for a few, one time we found her, but then she kind of ran off cause she was terrified. Eventually at the night, um, we, we put some food out on the front porch and, and a little bed for her and that, cause it was freezing cold that night. It was cold. Um, I thought I saw a little weird shape on the thing just as I was getting ready for bed go to the door and and there she is kind of looking through the the front door and just gently because she was so skittish she was running away from any so I, I slowly opened the door and, and she dashed in so thank goodness she's back um, so I guess the year ended off um, relatively good for me and hopefully for uh, for you as well and um, I'm I'm looking forward to good things this year. I'm going to try to draw on and, and build upon any positives that come out of it. And uh, yeah, as I say, I think I'm going to make some more, more concrete um, aspirations. I've got some of some, uh, like I, I, I've got, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, my goal is to lose about 15 pounds by my birthday. It's pretty ambitious. You know, that's two and a half months. So that's, it's ambitious, but it's doable. Um, and other than that, uh, well, I guess I'll let you know as I go along.